Hey guys, and welcome to the latest in the Sleepy Talk podcast. Now, today I'm going to be joined with two different people. I mean, you've met, well, not met, but you've heard Kyle before, but we've got uh, another special guest from another channel that me and Kyle both co-run, which is Carl. Hello, Carl. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? So, so, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Carl? We'll do this in a proper podcast format. A proper podcast format? Well, mm. to be oh-so-official, um, I'm 33, and I do YouTube with Kyle, and I work at Game, for all <laughs> you out there. Yeah, which is fun, but yeah, first ever spooky podcast about this kind of stuff, so I'm quite excited. I am. That does sound uh, does sound pretty cool, even though I already know about it. Um, <laughs> 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 but so, I'm uh, telling you, that game though, where we work, there's some freaky stuff going down there. So I'm telling you. Yeah, that's the reason why uh, Carl's in this. Well, to be fair, I've already broached the subject with Carl about coming on, maybe being sort of like a recurring part-time host. Uh, he's, he's a nice guy, and that laugh is just contagious. I so, love uh, it. Yeah, yeah, we all hate it, but we can't help but laugh <laughs> along with it. So, um, <laughs> see how it goes. See, it's like a machine gun that you just have to run at. Um, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, we basically do uh, a separate youtube which is more challenges and more upbeat and fun than talking about scary stuff that's going to stab you in the night so um yeah oh, well God, i'll mate. put a link to the description uh, to the description i'll put a link to the description no i'll put a link in the description of the uh, pt rejects channel which is what all three of us are on as well um and in like two weeks i'll be debuting on there so it's just my voice that you can hear Oh, no, I can't wait for yeah. that. We need something big for when you come over. Yeah, we need something big for Luke's uh, initiation. What, debut, initiation is debut on on the actual videos. I'm excited. I am. So yeah. I feel like you should do a lot. Of, you should have to do quite a lot, seeing as we've been through it a little bit. I know the amount of work. You know what I mean? The amount of <laughs> narration and money that I have donated towards stuff. Well, the money um, part, yeah, I'll give you that, Luke. <laughs> nobody else pays for it, do they? <laughs> Definitely not. I think we're only three people in here that do. I don't worry, boys, contrib- I'll edit this out. <laughs> you contributed more. Uh, no, leave it in. Leave, yeah, it in. leave it in. You contributed more. You're not oh. even in videos properly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's right. a completely different topic. We could do a podcast on that alone, I think. Yeah, I'm tempted. Well, tempted. No, I want to. I want to do that. Um, I just don't want to edit. So um, we'll we'll work that one out when we get to it, really. Uh, but anyway, we'll get straight into it now. So Carl works at Game, as he said, and some spooky stuff's been going on. Why don't you tell us more about this? Oh, okay. Um, so I'm personally, I'm not the biggest believer in it up until last week, and. I wouldn't say, I don't know. So, basically, there were a rumour going round when I first started working at game that there was a little girl that used to, like, run around on the top floor. So, our building was, like, a three-storey. And we always kept the third floor locked. And people always used to say that they've seen stuff up there and they've heard stuff up there. 
and I used to just just fob it off kind of thing, if that makes sense, because you hear that kind of stuff all the time. Um, so last week, I'm doing what I'm doing downstairs. I'm cashing up and, st- and stuff, and my other manager goes upstairs to. We've got shutters upstairs, and you have to go and shut them at end of night, obviously. So he goes up, and then literally all I hear is this. It sounds like a an elephant coming across the landing and downstairs. And he comes busting through the door. And he, he said he heard when he pulled the shutter down, he walked away and he heard something like rattling on the shutter. To which I replied, Gio, he said. But he also, my other manager was saying that he'd experienced the same things a few days prior. And again, we were like, give over what you said. So I'm going like, you know, there's nothing up there, there's nothing up there. So I opened the door. And me being me, I go, is there anybody out there? And then pretend to be a ghost. I'm like, oh, I'm a ghost. And <laughs> then I pulled the shutter down as well on the back door. As soon as I've locked it, I no word of a lie, I heard the biggest rattle you have ever seen, ever heard in your life. And I literally ran out of the door. I went, get your keys, go home. Because I can't stay in this shop now. Like, it were mental. So then I've done a bit of research. So where game is now, it was pretty much a cinema in like 1929 called Picture Palace Cinema, I think it was called. So for context, this is a game in Chesterfield. Chesterfield, That's yes. On, so um, on Burlington Street. Yeah. So the, the, the one thing, so it wasn't actually game that where the, the cinema is, it was opposite game does that make sense yeah yeah so but it was a cinema in 1929 that actually burnt down and then after a cinema it became Woolworths you know where old Woolworths used to be uh huh um and there was a lot of recordings of people hearing screaming and they smelt smoke on there and then they were uh, a lot of staff used to say they weren't going to go in the stock room on their own. They would only go in when, in pairs and they were finding like tools on the floor and things like that. Um, so I did a bit more digging and it turns out, see the little girl part that I said earlier is quite important because it turns out that five little girls actually died in this fire. I think it was five. Yeah, five children actually died in the fire uh, and they were dressed as Eskimos See, the funniest thing is, when I say little girl, people used to say a Chinese little girl. Now, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm being paranoid, but you could you, you know, because if she's dressed as an Eskimo, could yeah. you pass it? Do you get what I'm saying? So, I got home, I talked to my old manager, I'm in a group chat with him and a couple of other friends, and I just said about what had gone off that day, and he messaged back saying... No word of a lie, just got goosebumps all over my legs. The exact same thing happened to me. But as he were walking back from the shutters, we've got another room on your left. And he looked into the room and he saw a black shadow just run across the room. And then he heard loads of banging. So he did the same as what I did. Literally ran downstairs, set the alarm and left the shop. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I don't. Uh, it's just weird. I don't like it in there anymore. 
I'm very dubious about going up to the third floor as well now. Like, the adrenaline that you get when you go up now is just like, it's too much. Does that make sense? It's yeah, like something it's like... overcoming you kind of thing. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know if it's me being paranoid now because I've heard something or or not. But that's pretty much it, the whole story. Until I experience other things, but just weird that all the things like kind of fit together if that makes sense yeah i mean it, it kind of sucks at, at a certain point that you know it's a, a business because if we could like just chill out there one night i mean I'm, I'm pretty sure i can make that happen because what we were going to do we were going to do a ouija board there oh no no sad that Nope, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out straight away. I well, don't. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm not sure that I'm fully on board with with spirits and things like that, as people know through these podcasts. But I will never entertain the idea of a Ouija board, just in case. Yeah, there's I'm always the just in case. So one of the girls that we work with, she's actually into all that kind of stuff, and she she does them and things like that, and she. She was saying, just put you put sage at the begin at the at your entrance of your doors and things like that, and then when you want to end your Ouija board, you have to just do a certain thing, and everything will be should be fine from there. And should. Out. should should be should fine. <laughs> should <laughs> yeah yeah no I I mean I, I'll happily um, like if it could be set up that we could do an evening there. I mean you can put the stock in some sort of locked room. I, I imagine I'm sure they'd be fine with it personally. Uh, I don't see any problems with because we stay there to watch things at night and stuff like that. Like you know, when the you you have E three conferences and stuff like that, we stay there. So I can't see it being a problem. I can't. Yeah, but I'd, but I'd it... love to do that, but I would not do the Ouija board. No way, no way, Jose. <laughs> if that comes out at any point, if we actually do do this, and that comes out, I am out of that door before you even start. I I'm won't gone. let him do it. But it's I... just. Again, I would never, never really been one. I believe that there's, but I've never seen anything, never heard really much. Like everything else I've ever heard could, could kind of be explain, explained. But the rattling that I heard was, it wasn't normal, if that makes sense. It was literally like someone was banging on a shutter and I was just, I were out of there. Nope, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. gone. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been uh, doing a bit of research on that about the Picture Palace um, yeah. the children that they were performers that die, um, and one of the websites that's come up, you can actually buy merchandise with a picture of the funeral on it. Yes, it's uh, the the there's one kid on the left hand side in the middle. If it's the picture that I'm thinking of, it is the freakiest child you have ever seen. It looks like the Omen child. No, no, look what I've just sent you. So there's, it's a, literally a funeral. Um, looks like it's at the Crooked Spire as well. But you can literally buy cushions with that picture on it. It's really, really bizarre. I'll just say for anyone that's watching on YouTube, I'll get um, wow. Kyle to send that picture across and uh, I'll put it up. For wow. those listening on Spotify, um, yeah, unlucky. <laughs> you'll have to uh you'll you have to try google it yourself yeah to be fair i'll well. put i'll put the uh the link in the description on spotify and youtube as well just so you can go check it out yourself but yeah i'll uh you you two carry on but yeah it was uh it's just i 
again, what I was saying, I've never really seen anything, heard anything, and that thing just, it, it took it to a whole new level. And I know it were only a sound, but it's the sound that I heard. It couldn't be explained. Normally, you can explain it like, I've heard stuff at game before, but it could have been a pigeon in the roof or something like that. Do you get what I mean? But that was like, literally like a full-grown person, just like banging on a shutter. It were weird. It were... So, 27th yeah. of December as well, it were a Christmas production. Yeah, it were a Christmas production, and they were, I, I mean, I've... There's a, I don't know, there is another photo of the the five children. Years. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's... I mean, I can get that picture and I'll send it to Luke so you can put it in the description as well. Uh, but it's not... Yeah, it's weird. The only thing that puts me off it all is that, obviously, it's across the road from game. So, are they like fed up of burgers now from Burger King? Is that open Burger again? Burger King no, shut, it's it? shut. It's been shut for <laughs> ages. So they're just like, well, maybe they're to... not getting any food, so they decided yeah, to go they're just like, road. Just come over to game. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I, I know that a lot of um, a lot of buildings in Chesterfield anyway, um, they, they they had cellars, didn't they? So yes. maybe the cellars were. Or connected, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, you've got to think as well. The palace, uh, picture palace, would have been quite big, so it would have took probably most of that location up anyway. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because it was bigger than the original Wil- uh, Woolworths. So until it burnt down. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, the, it all just kind of links together. You know, when you start reading things and you're like, "Hang on a minute." And then someone else like says something, and then someone else. And I know it's all hearsay; they could just be saying it, to, you know. But for everyone to react to the way that they reacted was a bit weird. So yeah, we're all very scared of game now. I even told my manager, I "said I'm not working here no more." <laughs> <laughs> well, work there long enough for us to actually stake it out. Yeah, for okay. One night. I get, I get um, a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that would be really interesting to do because, as we discussed in the last podcast, anyway, um, what what I'm wanting to do with this channel. I know I've just set up a new series, um, so check it out if you haven't seen it. Well, short, scary stories where I give my opinions on them. But you know, just a little plug there from me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to push this. <laughs> well, yeah, if you want to, you want to plug that too. And to be fair, uh, I, I mean, I, I can edit this out; it's not a problem. But I, I was tempted to get some of my designs um, and sort of do like a multi-shot because I, I kind of want to make it into a hub, if that makes sense. What a place where you can just go for different content. Pretty much, but it yeah. all under like the PTR sort of. Branded. Well, that makes sense because we have got the PTR gaming. You'd have the PTR. He want, wants to do more PTR and things like that, so it would make sense. We could have and the PTR could, spooky wookies. Yeah, and you could do <laughs> spooky videos where we're going camping, crazy woods, and things. I think. Well, that's the I, thing I, that I suggested earlier. Was pretty good. Yeah. Going to Dead Man's Island, camping that. Where, where's that? Kent. So basically, um, when they took all the prisoners of war to Australia. Yeah. Um, if they ever got ill or they died on the ship, they'd throw them overboard just outside Kent. And oh, literally, really? cost yeah, because the water levels drop so much, like the beach is just littered with human remains, like bones and stuff like that, half skulls and all sorts. Oh God! I'm... Apparently, See, it's, I've quite, all... it's quite spooky. 
I'm down for doing stuff like that. I really am. And I'm a little bit like, you should have seen me run when I heard that shutter. So, I mm. mean, you'll get some good reactions out of me, especially if well, you I see mean, something spooky. So, um, yeah, I think generally speaking, uh, most of the people that will join uh, this side of the uh, YouTube spectrum for my channel will be from PTR anyway. So you'll all be getting the same invites. We'll be using pretty much the same equipment. I'll just be bringing extra things along. Kyle's up for doing it. I know you're up for doing it, Carl. I know Ryan's up for doing it. And Jordan, who frequents on here, will be up for it. So generally speaking, it'd be nice to uh, sort of become an umbrella, a super channel. Pretty much. We've we've got many fingers in many pies. Um so it just makes sense to sort of work together to build a community around stuff. So there's there's something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100% you know, we, agree with that. We can do the challenge videos that are proper goofy and, you know, we hurt ourselves or whatnot. And then we can also do the challenges where, hang on a minute, you've got to stand in a rate haunted room in the dark on your own for 10 minutes and see how long you last sort of thing, you know, about, different about sort of... 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, these things would be pretty cool. And again, we, we've got the production capability. We've got the yeah. editing skills and we've got the manpower. Well, that's the good thing yeah. about it. There's that many people involved in and out as well. It, the possibilities are pretty endless. Like from, like you said, from the goofy stuff to the really serious stuff to, even just a podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Content is key. <laughs> it is. Enjoyment it. is key. Enjoyment is definitely key. Yeah, 100%. Like, I enjoyed myself today a lot. I did. It would took it out of me, but I enjoyed it a lot. I did. When's so, that video coming out? Wednesday or Sunday? Wednesday. Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, that... Uh, yeah, you're just going to have to wait till Wednesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to wait till Wednesday. There's no, I can't put a link in the description. Um, but uh, I'll put PTR's link in anyway. And uh, when it comes out, because I've got a short, scary story that's coming out on Wednesday. So I'll uh, put the link in the description then. Should be good. Good. Okay, so uh, what I was going to talk about is uh, the Greyfriars. So, although uh, poltergeist activity tends to centre on a home or an individual within a home, or a business in your case, Carl, um, or a cinema that burned down, um, <laughs> <laughs> poltergeist can get stuck in one place. So that might be the case of yours as well, is that they're stuck and maybe the, the area they're stuck into. Maybe there's, uh, when it comes to poltergeist, there's some form of, um... oh, what's it called now? Everything escapes me when I do podcasts. This is incredible. This is amazing. Uh, territories. Territories. There we but go. like a maybe radius got... kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like they've got some sort of central location and they can only branch out like 15 meters from that space. I mean, you, you see it in movies as well, like where people like escape a building and then they're fine. Yeah, to as be soon fair, as they escape what... it. Yeah, like that Sorry. happened in like paranormal activity and stuff like that. Like, as soon as they're out of house, everything's all right. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's other occasions uh, and documentation where people have spirits attached to them, which is pretty spooky in my uh, sort of thing. I'd hate to have something attached to me. Yeah. Um, that's not for me that <laughs> I, I did mate i did think that at one point when uh I, I don't know whether you've watched any of my podcasts but yeah you, i watched you the last now. couple so w- with my story um and I, I did like a video on it uh well i say i did a video on it um i used to do vlogs and with i'm gonna bore everyone because i go on about this like every other podcast but you know what, you knew, or you're fine. Um, yeah, it's an excuse <laughs> to tell me. Yeah. Um, I used to do vlogs on YouTube back like seven, eight years ago. And during one of the vlogs, uh, my cupboard door started moving to the right of me. And I didn't notice while I was doing the vlog, but uh, there was a YouTube comment from my mate who uh, helps edit stuff saying, dude, look at this, at this timestamp. And it freaked me the hell out. And given that like when I was younger, I mean like very young, like, toddler to like six i lived in a house that was kind of pretty much haunted um i did question whether maybe something had attached itself to me um but generally speaking i feel fine you know i went through sleep paralysis as well and thought that maybe that was a similar thing but nah Uh, no i you see i'd i'd get paranoid about that i would i I did I'd still be paranoid about it. You just shrug it off now. Now nothing's attached to me. That's it. We'll just leave that. I'd still be like freaking out big time about it. I would. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. If I let that happen, I'd scare myself to death. Um. Generally speaking, I. I have a good life. I have a good job. I have a good family. Um. I. I don't tend to go through stuff like I used to and I feel like at that point in my life I was mentally um weak and now yeah. I'm a bit I sp- better off. I suppose it can be if you if you're down it dumps a little bit. Everything else seems a bit weird around you. Like I don't know. I've been there. Yeah. Not and to the point know, of I feel like a poltergeist eating me or something, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think if you if you look at sort of like the supernatural as like a virus, um, it, if you're susceptible to it, then your sort of mental and spiritual state at that point is probably a bit like your immune system, and it's probably uh, very depleted when you're in that state of uh, yeah. you know, yeah, one yourself. So it's like um, yeah. It's like having a cold when you when you're down it dumps when you're tired it feels ten times worse does that make sense if that makes sense yeah hundred percent yeah. i've I've got a cold from this week um mainly i've got a um i've got a dodgy uh, wisdom tooth that's it's called impacted but it's growing sideways and it's really cut sort of like the side of my uh, cheek and it's sort of burying itself in there so I'm gonna have to go and get that sorted but with the lack of sleep, having a new baby um, on top of it and not being able to sleep on one side and get comfy. Um, you know, your immune system drops when you have lack of sleep. Plus, yeah. you know, work stress and life stress and things like that on top. Your immune system goes to crap. And e- even if you're in lockdown and you, you are shielding, as I am, you know, um, 
you can pick up a cold. Yeah, you can pick up a cold from anything. You know, the, these things. Uh, it might not be the a viral cold, but it's definitely sort of like my body yeah. is Just struggling at the minute. Yeah, yeah, worse. I suppose, like you say, it can be the same spiritually. So, yeah, if you if you if spiritually, down, dumps, yeah, something's like if you're putting off a negative energy, energy, you get me, and then something's that is negative like that is going to want to attach to you. So, yeah, I I I don't know whether it's attachment. I just think it, you you might be more susceptible to experience that sort of side of life if these things are real you know they, they're easily able to sort of like penetrate your defenses and make themselves known um so i, I don't know I, I think if 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 this sort of thing is real then i'd much I'd, I'd believe this sort of theory a lot more that you need to be mentally and spiritually strong yeah to sort of come out the other side of things and not have things attached to you I'm a ghostbuster, so I'm fine. Oh yeah, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but this is also the reason why I want to go out and and sort of like do these things, like stay over at game for a night and go into uh, creepy places that are, are renowned for having hauntings and seeing if I can last and seeing if I can do the challenges because there's nothing better for y- your immune system than to have viruses attack you yeah no yeah agreed agreed so you might as well test i might as well test my theory out and and go and see if there's actually any sort of anything supernatural that's going to attack me maybe it might strengthen me maybe it might be the end of me but you know, I'm willing to it. have that challenge <laughs> oh, cheers, i won't mate. let it Luke. i'll fight do, do, it do, 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 do. <laughs> getting a boxing match <laughs> celebrity boxing match youtube boxing match ptr at yeah. carl versus ghost. John John the ghost <laughs> yeah. I've got your back bro don't worry oh, I appreciate it bro um, but anyway Greyfriars I said like I'm going to say we got, on a, we got on a right tangent there didn't we yeah <laughs> it won't so, be a good podcast without a tangent that's all I'm no, saying you know uh, Ryan's not even here and we're already going off on tangents so um, so uh, Greyfriars is in Scotland it's a cemetery in Edinburgh, and uh, the poltergeist encounter is all down to somebody called the Bluidy Mackenzie, who was a man that was responsible for the death of 18,000 other men who were opponents Whoa. of Charles II, earning him his nickname. Of, I don't know whether it's Bluidy or Bloody, but it's uh, someone Mackenzie anyway. Bluidy, Bloody. Um, so one of the first reported encounters uh, in the cemetery occurred in 99 when a homeless man decided to kip down in the coffin of Mackenzie to find shelter. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So he jumped in. There. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that, you know. Oh, I'm just going to go for a kip. Where do you want a kip? Oh, I'm just going to go in this coffin, mate. Yeah, um, one coffin there. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, um, I've just been so, there. You know. What in Edinburgh? Yeah. Oh, you walk cool. Through it. It's got like massive tombs and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this this homeless man ended up in the tomb during like a stormy night, 
and the coffin collapsed. So oh. the homeless man quickly bolted, um, who terrified another bloke walking his dog through the cemetery, <laughs> seeing a man fleeing from a tomb covered in dust. <laughs> 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 you know? Um, and it seems that that encounter, or the uh, the actual disturbance of the tomb or coffin, um, woke something in there. Because since then, there's been numerous reports of poltergeist activity in the area, and at one stage, the cemetery ended up closing. Oh, wow. Yeah. A ghost tour was set up so that members of the public could enjoy this true story for themselves, and since then, more than 170 people have apparently passed out or collapsed, and more than 350 have been attacked, and numerous injuries, which include broken bones, have been reported. Wow, what? And Kyle's just said that he's walked through that. Yeah. <laughs> Is your middle name Danger? <laughs> Kyle Crazy. Danger Potter. I didn't know but about that. That would be a cool place to go. I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I... I just. Go on. Go on. Oh, no, go, go on. on. You're all right. I said I didn't I know anything about that. <laughs> I hate you. I actually hate you. <laughs> the thing is, though, Kyle, is that you're really quiet, and the the viewers aren't going to know this because I'm going to bump your voice up. But um, you're really quiet, so I can just hear a snippet of the end of you when we're talking. I'm like, oh, we just interrupted him again. Oh no, he's gonna he's gonna be fuming with us after. But Kyle, right. carry on. What proceed. You're saying, I'm going to be quiet. I'm just saying I didn't know anything about it. Um, we just walked through it. Well, like I could say it were impressive to look at. There were a lot of um, a lot of the tombs were uh, like bankers and stuff like that. You are. Yeah, we, um... I'm going to have to bleep that out, Kyle. How dare you swear on this channel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at um, you know some of the pictures that you were on about. I've googled it and what Kyle were about some of the tombs. Some are mental, like they. They must have all been rich men and what have you like, because these are not normal. Walking through there, nah, I'm alright, bruh. I can't believe you walked through there, Kyle, personally. I suppose <laughs> it's not too bad if you know where, don't know where it is, but if you'd have heard this conversation yeah, yeah, four days ago. <laughs> What's it called? Grey's what? Greyfriars Kirkyard, is that right? Courtyard. Court, yeah, Courtyard. Why did I say Kirkyard? Yeah, it is definitely where I walk from. Yeah, but um, this is the thing. This is another sort of aspect that I I just really want to go to these sort of places. Like, if they're doing tours, that'd be great. But but if we could do a night tour... They're about 13, 14 pounds, because we were looking at booking one when we were up there. But because of coronavirus and stuff, it were quite limited on space. If we could like email them and say, "Look, we want to have a party come up at a certain point. We're going to be filming for, etc." Um, and see how much they'd do it for. Worth a try. I reckon well, like we could scrape it together. Yeah, yeah, like a private. We'll get one person to show us the tour, and then we'll see if we can do like some challenges and stuff when we're there that we're allowed to do. Obviously, not um, anything that's going to sort of desecrate. Weech board. Anything there? No, you can get screwed. I'm out. <laughs> um, the tombs are massive. 
Yeah, if if we could do anything that that wouldn't sort of disturb anything there and sort of like give us a lifetime of bad luck, um, and have like a private tour and potentially some recording and stuff like that, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, four hour I'd... drive. It's not far. <laughs> I just want to sit Mate, down. Spent night. <laughs> spent night. Yeah, these these are things like I, obviously there's certain hotels that you can go to and you can spend the night in there, but I I don't think I'd be sleeping. I'd want to record. I'd want to do like an eight hour sort of. Yeah, you've got to stay with. up all, all night. You can't just yeah. be there for a couple of hours. The thing is, exactly. though, the less the more sleep deprived you are, the more you're going to start seeing things and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, definitely one hundred percent. That's why you just sleep during the day. Oh yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> I forgot we used to do existed. nights together. We used to Why do nights I... together. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you used to do a night shift and you don't What? <sighs> Dear. <laughs> I think we've bled that one out now, Kyle. Thanks. You you carry on. You do you. You do you. Yeah, I've got these I've got these eight things to talk about. <laughs> 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 How many things you got to talk about, Kyle? Uh, eight, mate. I'm going to talk about. It's just, it's literally just a, a list of eight things, like what skeptics and scientists, um, not scientists, um, paranormal investigators believe about poltergeists. That's all. Go on then, go. All right, so we've got number one. So parapsychologist. How do you say that? Parapsychologist. Yeah, parapsychologists can't, um, can't agree on what they are um, in terms of poltergeist, so they don't know whether they're like what they call ghosts or just an actual entity itself. If that makes sense. This is this, this is a discussion thing, by the way. Yeah, I've seen things like on shows and things. They say like an entity is like what's it? This my knowledge is coming from Most Haunted now, so let's just. Throw that out there. The pinnacle of British television. The pinnacle of British television. Derek Akora, eat your heart out. Rest in I've peace. seen an alien. <laughs> but Mary loves dick. They used to get like... <laughs> Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. That made me choke. Oh, no, brother, I'm choking. <laughs> For those oh my of you that God. don't get that reference, um, Carl did a did a, a rap battle on Peter. Well, it wasn't really a rap battle. They they got um, they they had a few tracks done by Twenty Four Degrees, who has done some stuff on KSI subreddit, and uh, they did some some raps, some raps, some chicken raps, some, some dropped some fire in the booth. Bars, six bars. straight bars. Yeah, in the booth, and uh, they did a uh, Donald Trump and Boris Johnson one. Um, I'll put a link in the description. But um, I'm some laughing at Mary Dick. Sorry, if you haven't seen that either, um, just type in "most haunted Mary loves Dick," um, and there's a <laughs> there's a there's a psychic medium on there called Derek Caller. Rest in peace. Um, who is he uh, dead? gets? Yeah, yeah Cora's dead. God rest his soul. Yeah. Should be a rest national bank holiday his birthday. Yeah, or his death day. Or his death day. One or two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was a psychic medium who got um, 
What do they call it now? No. Ah, where they get possessed. And, uh, well, he doesn't get possessed. He sort of lets them speak through him. Um, And, uh, yeah, he just came out with a banger that was Mary Loves Dick. Um, (laughs) Dick being Richard, not the actual uh, penis appendage. (laughs) But, obviously, the children that we are, we use it as a penis metaphor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, uh, it is good. Didn't, didn't he? <laughs> so when they used to find something on camera on most haunted, it was like a little speck, like a little white dot, and they just go, "That's a, an that's an entity." Yeah, an orb. So is that what's yeah. that class does? It's still it's a, it's a, a manifestation of energy, isn't it? Um, so the video that we were talking about earlier with uh, with me doing my vlog. You can see these orbs. So it's just energy that's in the air. But they classify these as spiritual energies. Um, they they could be something as simple as a reflection of a dust particle or a bug, which has been seen in many different um, sort of supernatural shows. Um, and a lot of them do tend to try and debug them from the way that they sort of float about, the way that they move and... Some have been seen to be like beetles and things that are flying at the time that the recording is taking place, and others are dust particles. Okay, okay. And some other ones do some weird stuff, some janky things where they go zigzag and then off inside somebody, and they're the ones that are sort of seen to be uh, sort of spiritual energies that are flying about. Because I'm not going to lie, many times I watched Most Haunted and went, it's a bit of dust, Derek. <laughs> so I think Derek Gavin is on half the time. I'm not gonna lie, he already put paycheck. Oh, Derek, it's a bit of dust, Derek. Derek. <laughs> I was on mute while I was laughing because I didn't want it to come through. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, what should what? Bless you, bless you. Don't edit this. I'm oh. not. Oh, gosh. He's not even going into gag reel either. <laughs> this is going to be the, the content. This right. is what you can <laughs> to expect Two. from PTR podcasts. <laughs> oh, God. Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. The thing is, I want to start my gaming one next week, so if this is what's happened on a spooky one, I don't know where that's going to go. <laughs> oh, God. Mary loves dick. Ooh, um. Right. So, <laughs> Kyle's got eight things to talk about. We're on, We're on number, number two. two. Number two, uh, basically, poltergeists tend to prefer women to men, which, in a lot of cases, does seem to be um, the case. <laughs> in a lot of cases, this is proven to be true. Yes. I would say, from what I've seen in the media and stuff like that, it always does tend to be a woman over a man. I mean, even films portray it as women all the time as well, don't they? Or children. Yeah. I've never I've never known a story or any, like... Um film where it's they've been sort of possessing men no, amateurville horror sense. no 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 I don't think I've seen that. 
Well, right, Poltergeist, yeah. Um, no, they, to, to be fair, you say movies, yes, 100%. There's quite a few YouTube videos out there where there's, um, I think it's this Canadian bloke where, like, literally his cupboard doors behind him start opening and shutting and slamming and stuff. Um, so maybe Poltergeist aren't sexist. Maybe. Or... They are supposed to be more aggressive spirits, though, and males typically back in the day, were more aggressive towards women, because women were like a lower status, weren't they? So I've got a bit but of... But we don't believe that that's... here, just a disclaimer. We do no, not no, no, believe that here not. on this. I mean, no. we are in a podcast full of men, <laughs> but that's... Because we don't know any women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hence why we're doing this. Last night. What are you on about? <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, but obviously... Men were more aggressive towards women uh, way back when. You know, you see it on a lot of sort of 1940, 50 films, sort of like that. Uh, when women were a lower class than, than males, uh, maybe that's something to do with it, maybe. Maybe. That's actually a good shout. But is that, is that saying that there's no poltergeists born after 1950s? Well, I'm, I say born like they come out of the womb or something. Like... Because we always, I feel like you always differentiate poltergeists and ghosts to like the 1950s, like olden days. Why, do we not get spirits that are like three years old? Well, if you think, like I get where you're coming from, but if you think about it um, sort of on a timeline, from it's only been recent times where women have been classed as equal, um, whereas for centuries before they weren't. Yeah, exactly. so, no, yeah, I, I get that part. I get that part. What I'm saying is, is, is the ghost in general? Do we not get like have ghosts stopped becoming a thing now? Like, has it been cured or something? Like, you can't turn into a ghost anymore because you always say ghost and you always hear a story and it's always from the 1960s, the 1950s. Victorian it's never, yeah, it's never Steve that died in 2002 while he was eating a kebab. But we're a lot more civilized now, aren't we? There's a lot well, less... Well, yeah, I suppose. So you, you, yeah, so you're a lot less angry. Yeah, so... I get... Yeah, kind of makes sense. So maybe we have cured ghost. Being a ghost. Why do they know ghost dinosaurs? This I is mean, the theory that I'm going with why I don't really believe that... Technically speaking, if you're going to believe in ghosts, you need to believe in some form of religion. Because... Um, Again, yeah. like animals don't have sort of r- religious views or anything like that. However, there have been sort of cases or reportings of um, hearing ghostly animals. Um, so there's not nothing to say that there sort of isn't ghostly dinosaurs, or maybe they have sort of like a lifespan. They could be on a different plane to us as well, in terms of like... What I don't know how to explain it. Like, well, we if you think relate to a human presence, yeah. If you think, if you think um, about so where the the world was at that point as well, Pangaea, the great supercontinent, you know, um, is where a lot of sort of like dinosaurs were, um, and then those land masses split off due to like volcanic activity and tectonic plates and whatnot. Um, the 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 world sort of separated into the countries that we see today. So if they're sort of like time locked into place, you know, there might be certain stuff in Africa that, that you have like ghostly 
dinosaurs and stuff, but others might be in the middle of the Pacific or Atlantic or Indian Ocean where there's no landmass. Yeah, absolutely. So you wouldn't I actually agree. come across them. So my fourth, I've skipped to number four because number three is just discussing, um, you know, the plausibility of poltergeists and whether they're faked or not. So we've sort of covered that anyway. So number four is regarding how poltergeists, as opposed to ghosts, um, seem to have more um, ability to move physical objects. I've always wondered, why why is that? Energy. They're more more aggressive, aren't they? There's a lot more energy in anger. Okay, so, so the angrier you are, the more energy you've got. Well, if you if you look at it from your point of view, when you got scared, um, you had a big adrenaline, uh, you had a big adrenaline surge, which mm. was fight or flight. The energy that came from that adrenaline made you run downstairs. Yeah, you know? no, yeah, makes sense. So, I mean, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have to be anger. It could be fear. Um, you know, those kids that died uh, in the fire would have had a big adrenaline dump and they would have been terrified and trying to flee Um, and then as soon as you uh, as soon as they sort of the the shutters came down maybe they think they're getting trapped in a fire you keep saying things that makes more sense and I don't like it I've got to go to work tomorrow (laughs) yeah but as soon as you open the shutters they're fine yeah, but I still have to shut them at the end of day. I'm going to make Harley shut them. It's all right. Don't worry. Yeah, there you go. I'll so, send the so little yeah. girl upstairs. <laughs> but yeah, that, that could be them thinking that you're trapping them and they're going to burn again. Yeah. Oh, God. So, I'm not saying that's true, but that, that to me makes kind of sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Five, if the experts are still undecided about the Enfield poltergeist, which we've touched on before anyway, haven't you? Yeah, yes, I have touched no on that problem. before. Thank you, Carl, for noticing and <laughs> watching the podcast. Um, why Why are they um, undecided on it? It doesn't actually say much. It doesn't actually say much, mate. It literally says um, about it, and it says it was the scene of um, demonic voices, objects moving without explanation, levitation and strange noises. Events focused on two teenage daughters, Margaret and Janet, which are obviously in the country. Um, several reliable witnesses observed... Um, I can't read that word. They observed them making it up. Yeah, so the people that lived across the street um, basically made out that they were lying about the whole thing. Yeah, like, and if you, if you watch The Conjuring, which we know Carl hasn't, um, then and and in real life, they say that the uh, the entities made them pretend it was fake. Yeah. Okay. That's so, interesting. Yeah, I mean, again, the the well, whether the entity in there was uh, poltergeist or whether it was actually some sort of demonic energy, if they exist, um, it would determine the sort of level of intelligence that they have so if they understood what was going on around them 
and they understood yeah. that like they were being investigated and things. Um, <coughs> they they probably sorry, it's all right. I'll edit that out. They um they would probably uh, know that potentially they could be stopped from doing that thing. But if they if that poltergeist is moving things around and chucking things around whilst people are in the room and things like that, it's clearly not scared of anything and being revealed to people, if that makes sense. So why wouldn't it be clever enough to do maybe that? Maybe it is scared, though. Maybe maybe that's a cause of, you know, the fear that the spirit itself has. Maybe it's acting out because of that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you, know, you see in films all the time where some creature's chasing someone or... You know, let's let's look at Shazam as a prime example. When Six Shazam seven. doesn't doesn't know um, his own strength and he's running away from uh, the bad guy, and he throws Batman at him and says, "Get him, Batman!" <laughs> um, you know, throwing things, toys at at something that's trying to kill you, throwing any object that you can get your hands on, is sort of like some sort of natural. I suppose it's just in a... your fridge again, Kyle. It's a human reflex. No, I just had a drink. Sorry, the ice cubes oh. have melted and they rattled. My bad. Carry on, Carl. Sorry. So I suppose it's a human. Well, I say human, but it's just a reflex of a of a person to throw something. If you get in, first thing you pick up, you just throw at him. If that makes sense, no matter what it is, in your mind, you're thinking it's going to do something. Yeah, it's it's desperation. Yeah, I mean, if you flip it on its head, you could you could argue that we're sort of imposing on the ghosts or the, the spirits sort of environment as well so that we could we could be a threat to them as we yeah. see them as a threat and and the um, the sort of um, theory that I had in the first podcast um, that I still kind of kind of believe or want to believe is that instead of thinking as time is sort of linear and straightforward um, maybe time is looped and maybe the things that we see are poltergeists or ghosts are actually people that are living in their time and they're seeing us as the ghost dead silence um, yeah I'll be with sorry yeah that even that makes even more sense so they don't even really realise that we're there it's just the other people in their timeline so they, they view us as the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's or like a, aliens so the, or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. Hmm. There's a theory that we live on like different planes of existence as well. I don't they know if overlap. you know much about that. Yeah, yeah, so they yeah. overlap. And where they overlap is obviously when you see what we you know, what sort of what we see as a, a spirit or a ghost or something like that. Which is quite interesting to think. Well, there's there's forever sort of like references to portals in these haunted places, um, you know, portals that are open that allow sort of evil entities in. Maybe it could just be the the bridge between different sort of planes of existence where they overlap, and that that could be what it is like. Like the upside down. Yeah. Exactly. But um, we we don't actually cross into another plane of existence. We're just able to be viewed from that yeah. spot. So well, you can look insects. into a different plane. 
Number six. <laughs> Number six. So Number this is, six. This is a good one because obviously this ties into what we were talking about earlier and Carl's experience as well. So it's basically most people believe that emotional stress can cause activity. So again, energy and sort yeah. of like spiritual weakness. Yeah, so basically if you're if you're stressed or like you said earlier, you weren't in a good place in your life as you were, um, you know, that can cause you to maybe mind playing tricks on you or something like that. Um, and you're definitely more susceptible to um, seeing things. Hmm. Yeah. Well, if they, if we've had that conversation, and most, what well, I don't even know the word that you called these people, what what they called again, psych, cycle, ghost, cycle, paranormal. psychics, parapsychologists. Para that's it, parapsychologists. If we had this conversation without reading that, and they think that it must be right, because <laughs> we're clever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's a two I mean, I'm not going to deny that. I'm I'm not clever. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll not deny that you're not either. I am not clever. Or maybe you're not not clever. No, definitely thick. Okay. Well, I, I think a lot of it sometimes is, like I was saying earlier on, like, if you're a firm believer, then I think anything is going to, no matter what it is that's going to make sound or, you know, if the wind blows something off through you, through the window or something like that, people, if you're a firm believer, you're going to be like, well, that's a ghost. If that makes sense. But No, no, 100%. Uh, I've said you, this so, before. If, if you can think logically at the same time, like I, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm the smartest person on the planet, but I try and think logically and try and come up with an explanation as to why that's happened. Like, that sound was clearly just the pipes in the walls kind of thing, if that makes sense. So yeah, I do right. believe it's all, it's all kind of... <clears throat> down to the way you think about things as well. So, yeah. I but you, you've... Bit... Um... Sorry, carry on. I would say, I suppose it's a bit like religion. You know, people believe that things happen, or God's done it. God did this. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a similar sort of concept. Uh, Carl's kind of gone along with something that I brought up in a previous podcast that me and Jordan discussed. Uh, me and Jordan Ryan discussed. Um, which was as soon as you start to sort of like fall into the belief system regardless of what it is and things start sort of like falling into place all of a sudden everything falls into that sort of specific thing so you know um, like I, I said to Carl that, that maybe when you put the shutters down the, the girls think they're being trapped again that made that, sense to me. That that made sense to you, but because if I you, started believing as well. Yeah, if you hadn't have experienced it, you'd have said, "Well, how can you? How can you say that? How can you prove it?" Yeah. Or maybe no, not. Yeah. But but like I'm someone that's not experienced it. Not I'm not saying I, I I don't believe you, but I've got no sort of reason to believe that that happened other than your word. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I totally agree. That's and that's the thing that I said to the other two people that experienced it. Soon as they ran down the stairs, I was very skeptical. I was like, "Sure, nothing happened." Do you know what I mean? You, you're making it up until yeah. I experienced I... it myself, and then now I'm like, "Right, okay." 
So it's all hearsay at the same time. You know, one person yeah, can say one these... thing and... And with with our sort of um, psychological ability to, to want to fit in, they could say something sort of like that's different from your experience, but you'll say, oh, yeah, that happened to me, and you'll believe it. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, and it I, might not have even happened yourself. You just you no, want it to happen. <laughs> but, but subconsciously, subconsciously, you believe it now. Yeah. And that's your truth, even though yeah, it's not no, your yeah. truth. And that, that happens. That That's that's why um, witnesses on juries aren't fully sort of like relied upon. Mm. Not on juries, sorry. Witnesses in court and aren't, aren't fully relied upon uh, because if they talk about what they've experienced with the group that's also seen it, someone could say oh yeah he was wearing a blue cap and and red chinos whereas somebody else has seen like a green cap with gray chinos but if the general consensus of that group has said red i can't remember what i said but red red chinos and a blue cap then they'll all sort of like agree that that's what they saw and instinctively that'll be their truth now even Mm -hmm. though one thought that she saw something or he thought he'd saw something different if the group's saying it's definitely this they'll they'll believe it and their yeah. truth is now fabricated and compromised because the group's talked about it and they want to fit in subconsciously yeah and i suppose that like kyle said with the with the theory is that you know that can also be adjusted to paranormal entities and, and noises and anything like that you i feel like you just fall in it's kind of like falling in love with something you you get attached to it that much, you want it to be true as well, so you start believing it yourself. Yeah, you fall into the trap. Yeah, it's but, but it's, it can be be said for anything, can't it? So you can't yeah. you can't really. I don't know where does the line where do you draw the line? Like when you see these shows on YouTube and these videos and things of you know of spirits is again is it edited? Some... Is it not? Is it? Do you know what I mean? You still don't know where to draw the line. So some people lie to the point of believing their own lies as well. Oh yeah, I... that, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing that I'm that, that I'm like trying to get at. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, is that you're lying to yourself, but subconsciously, you, there's other things at play that that make you believe what you know isn't true, and then all of a sudden you've disregarded the thing that you've seen with your own eyes. And believe in something else, what somebody else has told you is true. Mm. Um, and you know, it it, it it seems to be very easy to change somebody's viewpoint on something if you know how to do it and you have the right tools to do it. And all it took for me was one bang on that shutter, and mm. I I was like, right, one hundred percent, I've experienced something there that's real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I could go in, let's say we do the stakeout and I go in and I experience that and I look at it and I think, well, hang on a minute. And I just try and redo the whole shutter thing. So I open it back up and drop it back down and it does the same thing. That could literally be like a loose bolt. Yeah. yeah. And as oh, soon yeah. as it hits the floor, it ripples. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's right. It's not, I yeah, imagine... but I, I'm not willing to t- try it either. Yeah, so, but I would. I'd I'd be willing to do it. I'd I'd be scared doing it, but I'd still do it just to just to prove to myself that like I'd need, need concrete, concrete evidence. Uh, it's, it's not like a con- loose bolt. 
Yeah, that it's not that well, not not exactly a loose bolt that I'd need. But, but the, the, the obvious, the, the obvious, what the obvious solution can be taken away. Like it's not this, it's not that. Right? Then it narrows it down to well. I mean, there's only one more explanation for it. If you took yeah. every other possibility away, what's left? Paranormal. But it, in saying that, just because you can't prove it's something or disprove it's something doesn't yeah, it mean that it mean automatically it's, yeah. means that it is what you're dreading. Yeah. Um, it's the same with, with religion as well. Just because you can't sort of prove anything, like 300 years ago, they couldn't prove certain things and they put it down to God. And then nowadays we know that it's, it's scientifically Science. proven. So guys, thank you for listening to the latest in the Sleepy Talk podcast. I'd like to thank Carl and Kyle for joining this one and filling in the gaps that Jordan and Ryan have left. I think it's been a a fun one, definitely. Um, It's been a different experience for for me on this one and I've really enjoyed how it's sort of come together. I'm not going to enjoy the editing part, though. Not at all. I mean... (laughs) I was a good boy. He was. To be fair, um, Carl is a prolific swearer, and he smashed it. Whereas Kyle, uh, he hasn't sworn, but there's been a lot of sniffles and coughs and drinking and oh, all that editing. <laughs> but I still appreciate him being here. We love him, really. Yeah, it's all the editing that he has to do. He's just making you do something now. That's all it is. He's just trying to Are you get back kidding me? I, I edit all the intros that I send across. <laughs> all of them Kyle don't, don't tell him that <laughs> <laughs> B-Tech Kyle was mine um, <laughs> oh I my god Kyle <laughs> so uh, oh well <laughs> right uh, I'm going to sign off now uh, I hope you've enjoyed the episode yeah I guess Kyle's not saying bye so see you later guys thank you for having me well, no worries Hopefully you'll come back on again. And, oh, definitely. Uh, or maybe we'll, the next one that you're in is the actual stakeout for somewhere. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. So if you want me back, I'll definitely be back. Yeah. Comment below if you want Carl back because we only get about two comments anyway. So if yeah. we get one, then <laughs> there we go. I'll comment. Right. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and take care.